Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey everybody, how's everyone doing? Happy Friday been a long week but it's finally coming to an end so i hope everybody's getting in that relaxed mode maybe with the weather get doing some barbecuing things like that maybe even house cleaning the barbecue nonetheless my name is charlotte i'm going to be your host for the next hour and i'm also the owner of the california haunts paranormal investigation team based out of sacramento california we're a 45 strong up and down the state which means we can get to you but it might take a while california is a really big state but fear, fear not if we can't get to you right away, <clears throat> excuse me. If we can't get to you right away, one of our mediums will call you and help you along with whatever may be going on in your home. And in most cases, they calm, you know, they calm it down. So it gives us time to get out there. So if you want to find us, we're all over Facebook. We are. I'm I'm on Instagram as Ghosty Gal. Um, we're under yeah, Facebook at California Haunts in various forms. I'm also California Haunts over at TikTok. I am Cal Haunts at, at uh, Twitter. <laughs> okay, hang on. I'm Cal Haunts at Twitter and at YouTube or California Haunts Radio. So you can find us everywhere. And Twitch, Cal Haunts. Keep forgetting about old Twitch. Anyway, like I said, it is Friday. It is casual Friday. I've got my Aloha on, got my Las Vegas hat on, like I'm going on vacation. You know, I can dream. I can dream. The other announcement I want to make up front is, you know, I've been looking to get a new hard drive replacement, and as of today, I'm $90 away. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to you. You know, thanks to you guys for your generous donation. So, uh, you know, if, if, if you're willing to do it, and I know money is hard to come by these days, but if you're willing to do it, help me get that $90 knocked down because this hard drive is failing little by little. I've got the blue screen of death twice today. So help me out, and, uh, you know, you don't have to. I'm just saying it'd be nice so I can get this uh, hard drive replaced. Trust me, it's, it's dying, okay? And you can do that at paypal.com or paypal.me forward slash California Haunts or California Haunts at Venmo, if you find it in your heart. I'm also teaching uh, the uh, psychic protection class again tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific. So if you're interested in that, Head over to the California Haunts Meetup group and just sign up for Meetup, and then look through the events section, and you'll and you'll, you'll see the uh, event. And just sign up there. I really appreciate it. Okay. That all being said, if you're watching today and you like what you see, feel free to show me some love with some thumbs up and and happy faces and hearts and all that good stuff. Because what it does between Facebook and YouTube is it puts us in the algorithm. It puts us higher in the algorithm which means more people get to see the show. So if you could do that, I'd really appreciate it. Also, if you haven't done so already and you like what you hear or NC over, over on Facebook, please follow. You know, we're always looking for followers. Just like over at YouTube, we're always looking for subscribers for the show. So, uh, yeah. But at YouTube, it's even better because what happens is that um, my mind's like being slow today. I just woke up. I, I had to take a nap today be honest i worked in my yard all, all afternoon and i crashed for like two hours so i'm just coming out of that um over at youtube we have more than 600 videos sitting over there 
And since I'm a journalist and I don't like to talk about the same thing every night, day after day, week after week, I like to mix it up. And so in those 600 change videos that I have, there's something for everybody. So if you look through them, you're going to find something you like, I guarantee it. But what I've done, don't get excited. What I've done is I've broken it, broke them down to like 12 categories. And I'm almost done moving them in, you know, getting just lots of videos. So I got about 100 to go to move into their categories. And you can go in by category. If you want to see Nancy Matt's shows, replays, you go in the, the, the you, ah, oh, God, you go in the uh, folder that says Nancy Matt's, and that'll take you right in. Okay. If you want to see things on ghosts and, uh, and hauntings, ghosts and hauntings. How about, um, alien abductions and things like that you can go into that file as well so i'm just trying to make it easier for you guys to find the topics that you like all right and i also have another request i'll be out of breath by the time this is over uh if you do decide to go in there and, and, and look around and, you, and you're seeing stuff that might be better under a different category shoot me an email okay i'm at caesar's ghost at yahoo.com shoot me an email so that i can make the change or if you think i need to add another category that would be great so you know just just let me know because i can't catch everything all right anyway that being said i think i've covered everything except for the patreon which uh, we're still working with patreon to get this thing about the videos resolved just to let you guys know all right but again i'll be teaching tomorrow at 1 p.m pacific for those of you that would like to learn about protecting yourself your house your belongings and maybe your pets all right Okay, let me get Nancy in here, and we'll get this show on the road. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I listen to your voice, and the first thing I do is choke on mine. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Char. <clears throat> and I do recognize the shirt. I do. Shirt. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Uh -huh. Are my Las look. Vegas going on here? Looks very good What's on that? you. <clears throat> I had a little uh, summer shirt on. And I got on camera and I disappeared. It looks like the darker <laughs> colors look better on me. <laughs> well, that's why they tell you there's certain colors you don't wear on camera. Right. I just discovered it. Clearly, I wrote, I read an article, too, on uh, when someone's interviewing somebody. Not you, but if I've got stripes and plaids or floral, sometimes they yeah. turn out. Well, guess what? <laughs> None of my clothes work. <laughs> <laughs> ah, luck, luckily i have these uh See, better done that t-shirt huh? background it would work because black goes with everything uh, i like the lighter color uh tonight's topic is what is expected your you know you're on investigation do you really want to see the beans that you're contacting well, a lot of uh -huh. us don't have the choice and uh i've had a lot of conversations with Char and everybody else when I go somewhere past the cemetery. <laughs> I, I I told the story once about my we live in Norville. My husband is showing me the town. <clears throat> I didn't get to move down when he did uh two years earlier. And when I finally moved down, he was driving me around and we passed three cemeteries. I said, Do that on purpose? He says, I thought you would want to know. And I go, Well, I I could always come over if I really want to. <clears throat> and what I, I realized is that when I was looking at them, they were looking back. And if you lock eyes with a spirit, they're going to go, oh, well, they talk to me, that person, and they'll you can get them in the car with you. And so yeah. <laughs> I drive by and I go, oh, yeah. no, there's somebody there. Oh, gosh. I, we passed this one cemetery, and there was three beans very, very close. It was a very small cemetery. And uh, I, I went, oh, my gosh. I can't go anywhere anymore. <laughs> and if I turn the switch on and I'm like a movie theater or 
we went uh, had lunch with family today and went to the Galleria. Don't don't go unless you've had a tranquilizer pill, everybody. It is a mess. Mother's Day weekend's coming up. A lot of people shopping, getting ready for the big dinners. Oh my gosh, it was awful. So anyway, a lot of brave souls were out today. And after I realized, oh my gosh, what are we doing here? But it was uh, uh, really busy. Well, guess what? Spirit people love that. You know why? Because you're hustling and bustling. You put an energy out. Mm -hmm. And they stand there like, ah, oh, sop it up, sop it up. You know, and what they're doing is they're getting energy. So people like me run into them. Oh, I can be, they can be recognized. And I would not allow that switch. In fact, I started getting tired. I, I've hurt my knee uh, with the last move and uh, it still gives me problems. So I found myself, my husband, I said, oh, I'm, I'm not feeling really good. We need to close this down without telling them the entire reason. Because once you wear down, then you can accidentally see somebody, then I'm in trouble. Because then I, what do I do? And I have found sometimes that if I don't recognize somebody, say they're, they're going around, or if I'm talking to somebody and someone shows up next to them, they don't leave me alone for a long time. They'll follow me around. You didn't tell them I was there next to them. I go, oh. I had to break in, tell the lady who runs this organization here some things. And it was, I'm going to interview her because it was quite fun. Anyway, everybody has a little allergies. I didn't realize I was suffering until we started talking. Um, this is going to be a topic that we could really spend a lot of time with. Uh, investigative uh, reasoning, how you do what you do. And if you're allowing yourself to be seen, heard, or felt. So I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to tell Char maybe next week. We should talk about, stay with the topic of, of ghosts that you don't do or don't want to see. Maybe we should go to attachments. I have, uh, I'm writing a book with Karen Rothstein, uh, Lincoln, California. She's a hypnotist and she has a lot of clientele that come in and she'll call me up, Nancy, we have a client. And I'll tell her there's an attachment. And I, what I would like to talk about is why certain types come and can attach to us. So next week, we're going to talk about the various things I have seen as attachments to people. They're not always human. And if you want to know what I've seen, kind of click in next time. And why do we get animals or other kinds of beings around us? If I had all the answers, everybody, I'd have all the answers. And I would tell you in a heartbeat, these shows are to instruct and guide you in your life. And some of them are hard for me to even think, oh, how am I going to present this idea? And so we take uh, 45, 50 minutes to cover a big, big topic. Um, and so I will cover this as well as I can. And um, I've been busy this week and had unexpected company tell us uh, two days ago, we're going to spend the whole day here. And yesterday, uh, a busy week. So I had to sit down quickly. I couldn't find any movies. I do like doing that. Um, I will cover we have talked about possession before and i want to bring this up so you can watch it by for next week um down a dark hall it's about a young lady who doesn't do well in school um kind of um she's a, an intelligent girl and the parents need some kind of guidance outside of what they can do so they send her to the countryside and the countryside there's this uh, mini mansion oh no it's a big mansion where other women are sent and during the process of why are we here and why are we not allowed to go down certain hallways, you can appreciate down a dark hall. It's on YouTube. 
There's no price to it. Um, as far as I know, I just saw it the other day and I thought, I need to bring that up. That was a really good movie. If there's a price, then I'm sorry. Um, try to get hold of it some other way. Um, so I want to start out with watching a spooky movie. Do you ever watch every scene or do you look away when the tension is stressful? Um, <laughs> my mind just flooded with, I know what you did last summer, <laughs> screamer movies, slasher movies. Do you, do you really kind of sit there and do you wait for the slasher to come down on that person? Do they, I don't even know if they showed it, but what about Alien? One of the big old time, the first one, when that being jumped out of the chest of that guy, were you watching or were you turning away? What is the degree of your fear tolerance and scare meter? <laughs> I want you to think about that because that also plays into what I sense when I talk to people about this topic. Um, I have a, a fear meter also. Um, Mine's pretty strong. Um, I don't get scared very easily. Clearly, I don't. We had an earthquake here yesterday. Char, did you feel it yesterday? I did not. Yeah. Well, I feel something else. So we're 40, 45, 49 miles away from the epicenter. Lake Alam Alamito. Let's see, what is it? Almador. Alameda. Al Alamore. Yeah. What was it? Almador. Lake Al Amador. Lake Amador. And yeah. so we had a pretty good jolt. I'm here for six point down to five, seven down to five, five. Who knows? It doesn't matter. I'm sitting here talking to a client in Texas, right? <laughs> Being really, you know, giving guidance, talking. <laughs> and my monitor is doing this. <laughs> and the TV is doing, excuse me, TV is doing this. And the the fan on top is going, right? So my fear monitor went, disappeared. I'm going, Oh, we're having an earthquake. Well, hello. My phone started going off. It says, deck, hide, go outside. And I said to my client, um, we're having an earthquake. And I started, I'll call you back. Turned off the recorder. I got my husband. <laughs> we went outside. No fear. Now, I have seen the movie with rock in it, right? And uh, mm -hmm. it's called uh, Calavet. See, what is it called? Um, the rock was the in the movie. Carol Varis. Oh, I tell you, my memory today. Uh, on top of having a big lunch, I was like, sure, I'm wanting to take a nap, but I had to write this up today. Um, Calaveras, and that was a nine point something. It was a great special mm -hmm. effects movie. Um, acting, okay. Special effects, over the top. Um, and I found myself today thinking of that movie yesterday and thinking about it and thinking, I'm probably enjoying this too much. Shouldn't I? I have a steel desk. It's one of those go, go up and down, right? And all I could think about is where's my husband? Let's run outside. That's the only thing I could think of. And my client um, <laughs> hung up and he sent me a link on my phone saying, this is it. This is it. This is what you're feeling. It was already in the press. I thought, you know, hot wire. I don't know how that works so fast. And I had to, th I thought about this. I was typing this up today. Shouldn't my fear level been a little higher? Is it only spooky stuff that we get afraid of? Or do we really calm down in the midst of, of this? And um, so I called my client back. <laughs> and he said the highest number of heart attacks is during an earthquake. And that's why I was hearing sirens around here. I hope it wasn't. But 
at some point you kind of wonder, oh, I hope everybody's okay. And here I am just smiling, thinking, oh, we have an earthquake. <laughs> everybody's mad at me because I got to feel it. Well, guess what? At 3.20 this morning, my yes. bed was going, vroom, 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 vroom. and I woke up thinking, what's wrong with my bed? <laughs> and I, I thought to myself, okay, we're having another earthquake. And I just laid there, didn't even thought that the ceiling could fall on me. And I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to run outside. Clearly, I was not properly dressed. And I just said, it will go. It will stop. I didn't have that fear factor, intuition, roll on the floor and jump under the bed. I didn't have a feeling of that. So the fear factor measurement that we carry inside of us is important to recognize, not to deal with, but accept. Are you one of those kinds of people with disasters around you and you want to go and see what's happening or help? Well, I'm one of those. I go toward the problem. I don't run away from it. Why is that? Probably because what I do for a living. I want I want people to be okay. It probably is direct. Go I'll ahead. Energy really quick. And this is kind of creepy when you think about it. I sent you a note on it last night. What's that? 23 miles away from the earthquake epicenter is, is one of the, the, not a very tall mountain. It used to be. Oh, yes. And um, in May 1908 or 14, anyway, it went through like a, a four-year eruption, this mountain, Mount Lassen. But it was May. When was this again? When was this? Like in either, I think it was either 1904, 1914. Oh. Mm. Because it what had kind multiple, of it had like this, the spring, it had like multiple eruptions, small eruptions, and then it led to the big one where, where it blew its top off, which is why it's so short. But I got to thinking about this last night, and I thought, "That's a, this is a, the Cascade Fault Line. There's a, there's a fault line. There's so many fault lines in California. But the Cascades volcanoes are all on a fault line. Yeah. And those, those run all the way up through Washington, Oregon, and, and, and uh, even Hawaii. That's part of that Cascade thing. It's, it's weird how they figure it out. All the way to Hawaii? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but I got to thinking about it, and I thought, you know what? I wonder when Mount Lassen erupted the last time. It was May, around mid-May. <laughs> Be curious to know what kind of weather pattern they'd had up to the pro yeah. to that point. Yeah. If it had been so, um, there are some comments. I'm um, we're getting off topic. Of the weather, too here. much water, or yeah. getting into yeah the slippage caused by too yeah. much rain. We'll have to be something to look. I just want to say that because it was kind of creepy when you when you looked at when last last erupted. It was about this time of year, and about this this time of May that the, that it actually erupted. So. You I know. just said hello to someone in the room. Hello, everybody. Um, so <laughs> I would like you to keep that in mind when I'm That's kind of talking topic. the rest of it. Yeah, Get back on topic. Yeah. Um, so so the idea of what frightens you, would you like to be frightened? Trying to understand what is another reason we invest haunted locations. So I'm trying to make you think of, um, how about the little girl that was in a hotel room and the knife comes down, you know, mm. and did you watch this scene? Now, I'm, that's an old movie, but at the moment, I don't have time to watch a lot of spooky stuff. And there's always an alligator somewhere that shouldn't be there. Or there's going to be a building that collapses and this and that. We're getting kind of dumb, numb to that. But when something causes you to feel like you're out of control, are you really frightened? Are you mm -hmm. going to be frightened when you know you live with a ghost? Or are you going to be amused? Well, I'm amused. Uh, my husband is not frightened. He's getting a little annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> he says that guy keep stomping his feet and he, and i walk through the house he says not you this guy has had big feet he, what they call a heavy walker mm -hmm. boom, boom yeah heavy footprint 
So you want to go, are you the kind of person that gets frightened easily? Does someone come in and slam in the door? Does that rock you? I can get jolted, but I'm not afraid. Um, what would it take to be afraid? Knowing you have doctor appointment coming up. <laughs> that bothers me more than anything. Uh, my our age, a later age, like what next, right? And uh, we always can deal with it. God won't give you what you can't handle. But he never included getting scared out of your wits you know, in a drive-in, a walk-in movie, or watching something on TV. And there's some movies I've set aside I'd like to see. And, you know, what frightens you? You know, so I want you to think about it. And I want you to think about why do you think you're afraid? Mm -hmm. What is it about you as a child? Well, I'm going to give you an example. So I've always been a sci-fi interest space. Um, I do have an engineering mind, but I'm an artist which doesn't make sense. And so an engineer, when I got one of my first jobs was uh, manholes and conduit drawing. Remember, this is the ancient history, everybody. <laughs> uh, I thought I'd die and go to heaven when I finally got a job where I could draw all day. And uh, details, I've, I'm an artist. I've painted a lot or did when I was younger. And so um, when I finally got into this, I started having to think about what what I'm doing and how it correlated with what I was going to say earlier. I kind of lost my trend here. Um, so, um, so we have us talking about, oh, what really frightens us is the unexpected. Go ahead, Char. Just not to interrupt or change subject, but I was just thinking when you said that, you would have been a great uh, Disney Imagineer. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's what those guys are. They are, they're, they're, they're you know, they're what you are. That's this is Yeah. Yeah, okay, I, I'm now uh, yes, and being intuitive, I have a feel of what can cannot work. The yeah. downside to me is um, I'm always I'm always inventing something in my mind, and I come up something once a week at least. And what do I do with it? No, who am I? You know, and, and storylines for books and um, just endless. It's kind of an irritant to me. So maybe I'm picking up the conscious. Um, combined conscious of people who are also inventing things. Um, but anyway, um, get back on track. Um, so I said earlier, what frightens you? And I want you to think about it because if you do an investigation, when you go into a residence, uh, a cemetery area, institution, old hotels, what is your purpose there? Um, I could be saying things like, um, I do see dead people. Do I believe in the afterlife? Yep. I think so, especially when I see people walk around with people. And like I said, I describe relatives to this gal I will interview. And she um, didn't have much of a belief system. And then the dad says, um, did that frighten you? She says, I did so much fright me. It's disbelieved it. Mm -hmm. And I says, did you then turn around and start believing? How would I know what your relatives look like? Or how would I know what the, the gentleman that we share a house with here, what he looked like? And we're talking very tall, angular, long, long leg, high waisted, walk around with his hands on a hip like he owned the place. And I found out he did. <laughs> he owned this whole place. And he was the manager. So he did walk with um, a stride. And I'm not afraid of that. I, I, I find it humorous that a lot of our personality does survive us. And I'm not even going to touch reincarnation, come back and you kind of put the other personality aside. Um, so when we do an investigation, why, why do we go? Are you proving to yourself afterlife or are you going because the thrill of possibly getting frightened? 
I want you to think of this. When you think of being frightened, what, um, sorry about my eyes, what is in your mind at that time? Do you go in and do you have a preset agreement with yourself that I can handle uh, EVP? I can handle the ball rolling, but can I handle a door being shut loudly? Footsteps cross in front of me, being smacked on the side of the head, having your blouse and shirt pulled. What is your limit of fear? That's important. Um, when we think of go, my notes over here, everybody, so you can see me looking at them. I have to do that because I don't like getting off track, which I do very easily. <laughs> Char and I just talk and go off. And we've done that for hours. We've done hours. it for hours, everybody. Hours. Um, I want you to think of ghosts. Not spirits, everybody, but ghosts. What are they? Are they lost souls? Are they insane souls? Or those who went, who did not want to go to spirit for a variety of reasons. And they are lost and possibly lost their touch with humanity. Um, they are not insane. Uh, crazy insane, manic insane, bewildered, lost, fearful ghost. Now, when you go into a residence and you're looking, you do not know what kind of individual is occupying that space. And there could be two or three of them. And I have witnessed, and I have seen a dominant spirit capture and hold back those who are lost or want to help because there's someone saying they can't be alone. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, I remember a couple of them. Um, we are not a we are not addressed spirit who has had closure of a lifetime passes over mom and dad, grandma and grandpa, love ex lovers, whoever is greeting us. That has progressed to spirit in a healthy way. Oh my gosh, she's talking about dying and passing over in a healthy ways. What is she? She's losing the. She's getting. Uh, what are you talking about? You're leaving your flesh and blood relatives. Well, there's two lifetimes. There's ones that we ex live in with our flesh body to experience life, coffee, French bread, going to the movies, hugging babies. I got baby four and a seven-year-old grandchildren in my life. Oh, I get to see them Sunday. Let me tell you, I'm going to look at them and just kiss them up with my eyes. But when I'm a spirit person, that's a whole new existence. That's meeting up with relatives you lived before. And I have one aunt, okay, Aunt Hazel, I'm talking about you. And I did not get to go to her funeral. You know, that woman has popped into my head over the years and said, find me. And I suspect that her grave needs to be tended to. <laughs> and I think, come on. <laughs> I know you're fine, Aunt Hazel. So I find that a little um, discerning that she keeps talking to me like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but she is in a healthy way because she had her brother, my mother's father, and she has all these people. And as spirit people, we are given the knowledge, if we want it, of everything, color beyond imagination, no longer in an old or unhealthy body. It's pretty nice. No, I don't. I did not say I want to hurry this because my life experiences have not ended yet. There's a lot of things I want to do, including fix it, get my knee fixed so I can exercise or walk more. Absolutely. Why not? Why not live in the flesh? Excuse me for this meat jacket. We are not our hands, our legs, our chest, our breathing. We are all up here. We are in the mind, but that mind can go insane. It can go dis 
terrible lifetimes, be a bad person. And when we go to leave, we don't want to leave our flesh. And I've already told you of a couple experiences of people that I've tried to help. And they were so desperate to finish this life again. They would try to get back into that dead body. It was just absolutely torment. I couldn't help them because they went insane. Awful, awful. Um, for those who are insane in investigation, I'm talking about that arena. No matter what you say to them or to wake them up, they will continue their insanity until boredom happens. And I made reference to the ghost. And it's about a man and woman living in the 70s. And he gets killed in the driveway as he's leaving for work. And he shows up at the hospital. The next man, memory is him is he's in the, on the gurney with a sheet over him. He gets up, but he carries that sheet with him. All of a sudden, the eyes show up. And he goes to the home that he shared with his, his wife. And you really should see the movie. It was done very, very well. Um, ben Affleck's brother um, was the, the ghost. Case, what is it? Casey yeah. Affleck. Yeah. And I'm not sure. You'll have to write in the chat room. I think he won an award for this. I don't know if he wrote it, directed it, starred in it or something. He did something. <clears throat> but he became insane. And he wasn't tormenting anybody. He did one scene because he wanted to leave. But overall, he did not cause a lot of havoc. He was just waiting for his wife to show up. Um, and what happened was he woke up. Oh, they're not going to come back. And he woke up and was clear. Okay, I'll leave. And at the movie, end of the movie, he leaves. And the sheet that was on his body or the formation of the body, the body was not there, but the shape of it. All of a sudden the sheet fell down and he went on. It's, it's really a good movie. <clears throat> or they get the realization that they are no longer being noticed, wake up to a real sense of themselves and they go on. Absolutely that happens. And I, I have had experience with those who are so insane, you cannot talk to them, but they don't try to attach to me. And I think it's because, and people will ask me and I will cover this hopefully in a half hour. I don't allow it. And people say, well, what are you? And I say to them, I have such a belief in this. I know exactly who I am in the perimeters of who I am as a person. That doesn't mean I make the right decisions, everybody. I live my life and I bump into walls just like everybody else. But when it comes to spirit kind, I know exactly. Okay, everybody, you need to tell me how to uh, get rid of these pop-ups. I haven't had any volunteers to tell me. <laughs> um, I know exactly who I am, and I will not allow it. Uh, just because I'm a minister doesn't mean it. I just know who I am. I'm, the, I'm a strong energy individual. Mm -hmm. um, being a minister doesn't have, um, I said that, but I said it with power because I created, um, I'm a spiritist minister. I take it very, very strongly. Um profoundly um i do believe in the divine the force is with you statement <laughs> and i have the force so i have never had a spirit attach themselves to me i just don't want them to sit next to me <laughs> i don't want i don't want to deal with it i can always feel i just swept around the room i can always feel a couple people around me there's two right now oh is that a hazel is that you dear so I'll, or is it my mom behind me i feel a small woman but anyway sorry ah! <laughs> i tried to switch on all of a sudden blah. um 
they are no longer one. I will always say, ever notice, wake up and real sense of them and they pass over. And I want to say to the client or to the person wanting to know how to do this, reverse the situation, pretend this is you, how would you act? And that, you know what that does? That creates sympathy. And I go into the investigation with curiosity. Oh, I wonder who we're going to find. Isn't that going to be exciting? I hope mm-hmm. they're good. I hope they're not insane. I hope they're not lost. I hope we can have communication. Then the next day is, why are they still here if they're okay? And then I go to a place, and, and generally, you need to write this down. I go in with curiosity. And then I go in with sympathy if there is somebody there. I go with sympathy, and I go, oh, Oh, why are they? Oh, no, there is somebody here and they're not emotionally healthy. And then the last stage, I I have tremendous amount of compassion. Honey, why are you here? Do you remember life? Had you had all these life experiences? You're not going to get them where you are now. But as a spirit person, you can go to restaurants, watch everybody else eat. And it's amazing the number of years I've been doing this and they bring up food a lot. They miss eat. People miss eating. I will not miss eating. I will miss my coffee. I don't like to cook and eat food. I just take so much time. And this is because as time goes on, I just don't want to spend time in the kitchen. Um, my husband cooks, thank God. <laughs> if I have to cook, it's very simple. Um, and I don't even care for restaurants. Only because um, we went today and had a nice meal, but it was just too much food for me. So I tell people before we go into, into a situation where there could be people who are not healthy, emotionally you're stuck or lost whatever if you come across somebody i want you to first and say how would you feel and what would you like someone to help you out of the situation keep that in your mind um let me uh, back up to your interest and find one of these goals expectations of what you might expect to see hear or feel so you're going into an investigation and you're in wonderment and curiosity like you ghosts ghosts can be curious when I was doing the, and Char will remember this, uh, late 90s, <clears throat> 96, 97, John Battencourt invited me to do some cemetery tours. They had had some vandalism, and the stones, unfortunately, were crushed and broken. And it was just a terrible, terrible situation. And I helped him a lot of money, a lot of money. And I'd walk around with these 110, 115 at the hottest time of year to October, up to two. 225, 250 people. Now, I don't know how many people, uh, they just let those people in because clearly, even with the sound system, everybody could see or hear what I, so I'm walking around and all of a sudden, there's spirit people following us. And I stop and they kind of come around and watch me talk to these living bodies, living people still. And some got close and one night I went, huh. And so I yelled at one, stand still. And this man went, <laughs> And I got the idea and I went, that's such a good idea. And so I picked up four or five people in front of me. I says, hold your hand up. And I went up and I slapped it to ta- to uh, ignite uh, your feeling in your hands. And I said, feel the air. Oh, I feel the air. It's nice and peaceful. Now feel this. And these spirit people go, oh. <laughs> and I would get more people each week that I would do these because that was thrilling to them to be acknowledged by me. But the people that put their hands inside those spirits went, oh, and, and it was uh, against a flagpole. It was against a tree. It was 
in the middle of the road. So it wasn't anywhere where they could get more vibration. It was wherever they stood and that was closest to me. And, and I do remember, oh gosh, stories. And people of all eras would show up. In my mind, I'm seeing somebody, it was night, a lady in what we called the old proper dress. And I think it was a blue or red in her time. She didn't show me a color. And she was with a handsome young man, son, or a man friend that was keeping her company. She was older. And she was standing there and she just watching me. And I saw her a few times. And I thought, that is so cool. Now, why is she showing up? Curiosity of humans? Clearly, she's around because I saw her more than once for me to remember her. And mm -hmm. that got me wondering, spirit kind, what are you doing here? Well, of course, I can't ask. Who am I? I'm a living person. I haven't got a chance to be that person yet. But I think there are people that come back in, from their era, dressed as they are, visiting living relatives, I suspect. But as a spirit person, I'm going to Japan, uh, the Great Wall of China. I want to visit Australia. I want to, I told my kids, don't miss me for a few weeks. I am traveling because that's what I want to do. Um, I do like to run, ride horses. I'll probably do a lot of running, probably run around the world. But anyway, that's kind of, <laughs> I'm just not quite right here in my head. Um, so they are curious. And that was shown to me during those years. I did five or six a year. Yeah. Am I talking too much about me? Okay, I'll go on. But what that does, taught me so much about spirit kind. Did I see orbs? Absolutely everywhere. Did I see streaks of people? There's a young man, Timothy or Peter sent me a bunch of photographs of spirit moving, not in an orb, but in a line. It's like you've seen and heard of women. I took a picture of my son like 10, 15 times on the wall. All of them have a streak of light going through them. He took some pictures of that. They can come in different shapes and forms. And I brought up this before of the woman who was bent over her the grave of her three infants. And all I saw was uh, the feel of cotton bum, 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 and just a gray fluffy mound she had forgot what she looked like but when she prayed or grieved in life she would get on her knees and her elbows to touch her hands to touch the face and that's how she stayed even after death did she die there but soon as she died she went and started grieving again over the grave the man who leaned up against the obelisk of the dead son that he didn't realize he'd hurt and the boy died of infection of the knee mm -hmm. after an injury. I saw parts of him. So as spirit spends too much time, clearly he's a lost soul also. He's leaning and I saw the hand. I saw the form of his head. I saw one leg up further because it was a step obvious going up like this, not straightened down like you see in Egypt. And one leg was down, but parts of him, um, the Wosley daughter, daughter. Um, all I saw was from um, the shirt up, a little string of, remember her? Uh, what was her first name? Wosley. Uh, Mare. Mare Wosley. Hmm? Mare Wosley, yeah. Mare Wosley. And you, I could see the head very clearly. In fact, she got, I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm pointing to Char, but she's <laughs> wrong side here. We got a great photo of her. Uh-huh, yeah. And she's moving her eyes back and forth like this, but not the whole body. Where was she? In her grave? I don't think so. But what she remembered from looking in a mirror 
probably had a mirror only covered up this much of her. So she mm -hmm. portrayed that. So that's another example. Coming uh, one day, uh, living up on Black Mountain, Hornbrook, California, 3,000 foot elevation, coming down, down, down. I was coming around this curve and it wasn't like a thinking about spirits or ghosts or anything, but I saw a pair of legs <laughs> up to the waist and a hand going, like walking quickly, long limbed. This entity was going across the street. And I remember looking, I'm going, I think I'm seeing the spirit walk across the street. Well, it happened that fast. You know how you want to back up time. Can I do that drive again? <laughs> so I would go back every time I went town to get near that house. And I was looking for the, the man walking across the street. From the waist up, he was gone. From the waist down, I could see the long, thin legs and shoes. But was curious, he might have been swinging his arms to get across the street faster. So I would see the elbow to the fingers go down, like from his waist down. I could see that. That's crazy. Is that because he was watching where he was walking? And that's what he remembers the last time he thought of it. Is he a lost soul? Or is that a pattern of his walking across the street every morning? Or I, I really don't know sometimes. My, and my, know, how, how do we know what they're looking at? I mean, they may not, the, the, like, 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 like the things with Anne, you know, going to uh, old hotels where there used yeah. to be a door there and she's doing her reading and that's what she sees. And boom, she runs right into the door. So how do we yeah. know that he's not looking at something from when he was alive or, <laughs> or you know, like, like or looking or, down the ground just to, so yeah, he doesn't yeah. dip and dog yeah. horse yeah. poopy. Yeah. <laughs> it's farm country up there, everybody. And exactly. I know that the roads that we have today aren't what, this gentleman might have had in his lifetime right so it depends on what you're looking at did he die of a heart attack across the street or was he shot or hurt why am i seeing that i don't even know if i want to know right um and and of course we've done investigations um saloon girls with the gentleman they're playing cards with yeah. right and you only see flashes of them um when i was in sierra vista um, had a little shop down there. It's where I met Professor Gary Swartz, who double blind tested me. And it was just wonderful, everybody. If you want to see the article, go to nancymats.com. It's right at the top, um, the link. And I did see the girl on the staircase downstairs in the um, the gambling hall. I forgot what the name of the building is, but there is ghost in there. And downstairs, they have a hearst that has a ghost oh, yeah. visual on it. And walk past the hearse and there's a staircase that goes up and I wrote an article of the town too tough to die it's on my website somewhere and a, a family had come by and the family walked ahead and this young good-looking young man uh fought the father put his head in he says I saw a ghost I go oh and I wrote up about it he was he had to tell somebody but he didn't want the family to know it spooked him so if you'd seen Mary Bosley, just the head, or if you've seen the saloon girl on the staircase, what would have been your reaction? And why well, was she know, there? It's huh? been my experience. Old towns are fun. Oh, you and I went there. Yeah, I came down. And I've done things where during investigations, like up, like up here at the Holbrook Hotel or or further yeah. up, you know, uh, and I own and all those places. And you get like Multnomah Hills, uh, the town that time yeah. forgot. And you go walking around out there, and I know the psychic will, will look off to the side and go, "There's the ladies of the evening." <laughs> not only not only are they there, but they but they're motioning to the guys yeah. in our group. 
and they've got their legs up over the railing. One one leg is always up over the railing because they're showing off their goods. Um, I was doing it. I sure it might have been your people. I was doing an investigation. Um, remote viewing people ask me what that is and I if I knew how I do this everybody was born with this condition <laughs> and I remember seeing my dead father and he'd, he'd visit at night and I was the one talking to him and like I said I told his mother and of course there this that was the side of family that was so gifted yeah. and I remember thinking he looked odd you know like he wasn't fully formed with that halo that we see around angels and stuff. Mm -hmm. Spirit people can have a halo to be seen better. I don't know how that works, but he had one all around his whole body. And I remember thinking that was odd. Here I was six. What do I know about death? Right. Uh, so I was doing this remote viewing and there was this big house. I think it was Char. If it wasn't, mm -hmm. let me know of what was going on inside the house. And I had my eyes closed and and I heard that, and I said, where is that? And I backed up out of the house and I looked around. How do I do this, everybody? Um, and I saw a spirit boy with a big stick in his hand running against the against the houses. You were nodding your head, uh, the fence line. And he wanted to be acknowledged. He wanted to be seen. He wanted to be heard. And so the only way he knew how to do it was to get a stick and run up and down the street of his era. But to me, I could hear it, but no one else could. Was that your group, Char? Yeah. You remember? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, I um, often do this. I have a group of people that don't take advantage of me, but they're people that are connected to my family. And one girl said, ask your mom. And so I, I answered the question. And she had doubt, how does she do that? Um, which is strange because someone asked me about Putin and I just had such a strong sense. I said what I got. And then I hung up and I went, now, how is that possible? The person I was talking to who asked the question, they're never going to meet Putin, but maybe they had him on the news or felt his energy themselves. And I connected, I call it needing a bridge to get somewhere. And so when this person talked to somebody that got back to me, I linked up to these people like a set of dominoes to the person she was asking about. Uh, like I said, um, I just had my anniversary, 33 years doing this virtually almost every day. And that's friends, family, Char, everybody. <laughs> no one, there was a day go by. Today, I didn't. And uh, we had family and a meal. Go ahead. The other thing to remember, kind of going back to the guy that was crossing the street, the Sequoia in Placerville is very active. It's a very active place. Did and we go there? Or no. Do you, that was a thing that we were doing for newspaper stuff. It was always an ad thing. Oh, okay. you know, okay. PR. And we've caught a lot in the women's bathroom downstairs. Oh, no. And the <laughs> issue is, is going on. <laughs> Because one of the because one because one of the rumors of ghosts and one of my investigators saw her, is the woman will show up when, when they're in the mirror and they're you know fixing their lipstick and stuff, the woman ghost will show up behind them in the mirror oh. or come to them in the mirror. And I did some research and, and I go in there with Karen one time and we're shooting with the well, the press was with us uh -huh. and uh -huh. we I kept getting this uh, with the with the thermal imaging <laughs> camera I kept getting this this uh, something trying to appear. But it would get so she was a conscious point. spirit, but lost. Yeah, but that would, but it would figure lost out. Spirit. But what was interesting is we caught a voice in there. 
and it was a gentleman in the and bathroom. He said, I can't breathe. Oh my. And we're like, okay, what's going on with this? Well, as it turns out, you do your research on these places. That was never a bathroom. That was the front porch of the house at one time. Oh, oh. And there was a tree out there and it was a hanging tree. I know where you are. I know where exactly where that is now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so this guy had been hung. Oh, and all these stories, everybody. But what was unique about it is the woman that we were in contact with had been a former employee at that place. Oh, and so Bridgie was done that way. And somewhere there's footage of me with dowsing rods because there's a cemetery across the street. Hmm. So I, I thought, I, I asked her and I said, um, if I take the dowsing rods across the street, would you be willing to show me where you're buried? Oh. And so we did. She led me to her grave, went back in to talk to the manager, and he goes, oh, yeah, she, she worked here in the late 1800s. Oh. I mean, amazing stories. Is, what I'm saying is that so I, you know, I believe, like Nancy believes, that when you come in contact with some of these ghosts, even if it's a repeat thing, that they're seeing things as it was back when they were alive. Uh, I call it layering. Yeah. Um, the first time that happened, I was in Seattle, I entertained a group of people, but it was in the, a mall up there in Seattle near mm -hmm. to where the old um, Seattle was. And so I would see the mall and the theater I was in, but I could see different time zones. And I was talking to the group and they go, how can you do that? And I came up with the word, it's layering of time, one layer over another. Uh, parallel worlds, um, multi-dimensions type of thing. But time is also that way. It overflows on top of each other. And unused time is above us in layers. Um, oh, I work in a converted World War II aircraft hangar. Once once day during break, I leaned over to tie my shoes and felt a presence. I turned to my right and saw the boots and tan dress slacks of a pilot. The legs disappeared after I looked up. I never mentioned this to anyone at work. <gasps> okay. Oh. Were you afraid, curious, shocked? What was your reaction? And I haven't got to there yet. I got 10 minutes, everybody. <laughs> We're fine. It's Friday. I'm know, a little bit <laughs> So I discussed different. Yes, right? Uh, and uh, there's a few times things have happened where she was investigating at Placerville. And mm -hmm. they were so shocked to see a bunch of cattle going through a store. Yes. And was like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I I think I said it was a butcher or something. Um, right. And it turns out when I did the research, I went over to the county archives. And it turns mm -hmm. out that that one area was a butcher shop. And that's where they keep the animals out there. Yeah. Yep. You saw cattle. I saw pigs and everything else yeah. in there. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Marisa says, just surprised. Of course, you're surprised when you see them. Just like when I was at work at Placerville again. And this is what happens when you're when you're coming into powers as, as a psychic and you don't realize you are. And Placerville is a horrible place to be coming into your powers. <laughs> right. And so I was at work. And uh, in fact, it was right down the street, maybe about a half a mile from where, um, you know, the, the pigs and cows were. And um I happened to go to the restroom and I looked over. I felt oh, something behind me. I looked over the shoulder. <laughs> and there's a gray-haired woman standing there, and she's got like a little time. My, my grandmother was Mexican. Yeah, a lot of grandmothers were, you know, 
Mexican grandmothers and, Na- and Native Americans at home, that there were these smocks that they used to wear. Mm-hmm. And they always had like little po- like pockets in the front, right? And then they always had flowers, <laughs> you know, or something like Yeah, on. right? Yeah. Embroidered and, on the front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I look over my shoulder, and there was that, that woman was standing there with gray hair, and she had a smock, and it looked like I couldn't tell if there were flowers, but the you know, blue dots or, or blue, blue th- little tiny blue things all over her smock. Then I turned back around, gone. And as it turns out, I was going to Preston because uh, when my ability started to, to really come out, I was seeing the things I was going to investigate uh-huh. before I went out. And it turns out I was going to Preston, uh, you know, reform oh. you know, that, that, prison, oh. that little boys' prison up there. Oh, and yeah, yeah. bad experience. She was the one that was killed by someone oh. on the property. Oh, she my. was a, that older woman. Um, I have this. I have over time. I've had spirits show up and I, I can feel them. I've had a couple of murdered people the last 10 years. That's kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realize that maybe someone's calling me and they know that call is coming, which is fine, you know, but it's, it's frustrating because they don't tell me who the murderer is or exactly mm-hmm. where the body is. So it's frustrating. Okay. Um, Real quick. The question I have along this line, we're on topic. We're on topic. Okay. Is when someone passes away, do you see them as what you what your mind remembers they look like when they passed away, or do you, or or like my mother always said, oh, uh, you know, you get young and all this after you die. Um, I've seen it always, always, okay. um, and describing an individual to a family member, or say I'm talking to somebody, um, mm-hmm. I will see them as they want to be remembered. Mm-hmm. If that, like a younger looking version, see how I mm-hmm. look now. I'm I'm very happy. I'm not in pain. I look beautiful again. Sometimes I'll see them as they were old, so mm-hmm. the person will say, "Oh, that's what they look like at the end of their life." Kind of like, like that. It's the um, reason why I ask variations. Trish and, and I did a case up in Murphy's at the Murphy's mo- at the Murphy's motorcycle mm-hmm. place. Which is oh, I know, I know exactly where they yeah. went. And the ground. owners or the, the worker, the, the owner's wife or the worker's wife <laughs> mm-hmm. said that when he appeared to her in dreams and he appeared to her because he had been in a backhoe accident. A, a motorcycle accident? Backhoe. Oh, ba- ooh, he was killed you... by a backhoe. It was <laughs> oh, ugly. So... It was ugly. But every time she saw him, that's what he looked like was right okay. after he got killed with backhoe. So, so I'll I, interject here. Is that a, yeah, that's why I wanted to add that in. Okay, so it depends on the who it is. So, I I've, I've talked about a couple of cases. I have a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see which one do I want to bring up? Um, I was in Sierra Vista, lived there for a while, and this uh, the military gate base is right there, like um, uh, whatever it was in Sierra Vista, and this girl stepped into the office in her uniform, and standing next to her was a very young man with streaks of red going over his body. And it looked terrible, terrible. And I said, you're coming here to talk about a friend that got wounded and died. And she went on to explain to me that his Jeep had been blown up. But she wow. was behind him and picked up his pieces. Oh. And put it in the bag. Right. And I told her what he had said. Remember breakfast and remember me that way. And I said, now I want you to remember having breakfast with this man. 
And as we're talking, those red jagged lines all of his body disappeared. He okay. is being forced to show the wounds of death because that living person won't accept it any other way. Okay. That makes so, sense. so if you die and remember, was it Marissa or somebody else? I said, we were doing a show and I says, Oh my gosh, a young woman has just shown up and she was young. And she says, someone's going to watch the show that will know who I'm talking about. She died damaged. And she wants huh. that person who's watching the show to stop thinking of them that way. Who was that? Was that two or three know. months back? It Marissa, was Jerry. that you? Jerry? Was that Jerry? No, I'm in Jerry. I don't have or access Jen. to. It could have been Jen, too. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Jen. I remember uh, that yeah, the room is kind of quiet tonight. So those two ladies, um, oh, if they're in here, yeah. they need to. Yeah. And so that happened right here on the show. And uh, it does happen that way. So if you see someone damaged, I'm going right. to talk more about others. This is going to be hard. Uh, entertain some people in a group. And one of the women showing up, a man, a boy showed up, all uh, tore up. And she said to me that the father pulled the boy out from the water after getting hit with a propeller. And so both of them had seen the boy damaged. Uh -huh. But the father was actually on the brink of having a nervous breakdown because he probably was instrumentally getting the kid in the water in the first place. Mm -hmm. I said, the boy wants to get you to remember him better because he's being forced to show up looking like that because the, the round robin thing happening over and over, you think of it, think of it, think of it. Well, the spirit is constantly pulled back because you're thinking of it and he has to show right. up like you remember him. So right. I tell people, if there has been damage to the flesh, remember them prior to that. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh happy thoughts because they want you not to grieve it's hard enough to grieve the missing of somebody but to, uh -huh. but to see the grievous can you imagine military kids um over in the war see their friends and and people in the villages blown up they keep those memories but they also force that spirit to keep the memories alive um so i want to get back to this statement we were talking about um i got a couple pages yet to go um, lost soul who is looking for assistance and many times sure. those are the ones who seek out you immediately and they want attention those are what I'm talking about those who seek you out in investigation or like what we just talked about many different situations um, you need to be sympathetic to them oh and then I want you to have compassion I'm so sorry that this happened to you is there anybody I can ask to show up to help you leave and also remember, if you do an investigation, you have to ask permission of the owners to help that person pass over. Now, if it's a personal residence and there's no commercialism to it, eventually those people are going to get tired of being that person, to scare everybody. Oh, this is not, I've done this for 30, 40 years. It's not any fun anymore. And, or they're not taken serious anymore. And then they drift away. But if, if you're in a situation where you can help someone pass over, and I've done a lot of these. Nor, and also, I've stopped doing it. Because sometimes the people like being there. I haven't done this to these guys here at all. This man loves being here. His wife shows up, her little tiny feet. It was Jeff Look, you know, a tall guy with a heavy foot. I'm not doing that to this guy. He's a nice guy. And I think my husband likes him. So... <laughs> 
I'm not going to do that. What are you doing here? I'm not going to do that. It depends on the spirit. He's not lost. He just liked his life that he had when he was here. Uh, then I want to reverse this. And I want to say that if you go into investigation, and remember I was telling you to address what fear levels you have and be real honest with yourself. Do you get afraid when the plane goes too close overhead? Why should you? Well, are you afraid to fly? I am. I get, but it's a stomach thing, everybody. It's just very, very hard. I'm not afraid of crashing. I don't want to. But what power and control you have if it's going to, we just sit back and enjoy the experience. The experience, don't enjoy, but realize the experience is going to happen. What good does it do? Because what happens if you do that, you may be a lost soul. And you have to realize that spirit life may be better than what you had here. I don't want you to jack out any sooner because then you'll have to come back and do it over until you figure it out. But why have fear in your life? You watch a scary movie, What to what end? Well, they're fun. Can you imagine how fun the actors are having? So when I watch something like that, I go, wow. Anaconda was on, had Jennifer Lopez in it. And yeah. it's on like three times in a row here. I sometimes will turn something on. She's just darling in it. Can you imagine how much fun they had making a movie with pretend snakes, you know, 100 feet long? <laughs> so I turn it on and make it humorous. So I enjoy special effects. Or how, how long did that mask need to be pastered onto that guy's face, right? Uh, and the reason I bring that up is, they can feel your anxiety when you go in. Oh my gosh, you're afraid of me. Or um, the sympathy I, I, and the compassion, the curiosity. They can also feel that, oh, look at that lady. She's, she's soft. Maybe she can help me because I'm lost. Or I'm grieving. Maybe they can ac actually understand that. You give a toy to a spirit child. Oh, how happy that child is. And then you want to say, where's your mama? And make them look around. Okay. Um, they can tell. First off, if you yell, okay, let's have some humor, everybody. You demon, I'm here to get you out of the house. Well, you know what they're going to do. Oh, let's play a game. <gasps> they want me to be a demon. Whoa. <laughs> they walk around. Whoa. <laughs> and everybody goes, there is a demon. Look at, look at. They're slamming the doors. They're yelling our ear. They're going, whoo, whoo, whoo. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be straight face on this, everybody. But what are you ref reflecting and your fear level? And you're going to say, oh, there's demons in here. Whoa. You know, they're going to play along with you because that's what they do. That they are there and you're there a little bit insane or they didn't want to go because they thought it'd be hell on the other side. And you want a demon. Oh, they're going to oblige you all day long. Absolutely. And they're going to make a lot of noise. Now, what about the ones that say, I'm getting sick from the spirit here? Well, how many times they tell everybody when they came over, by the way, we have spirit here and it's making me sick. Well, that spirit's going to go inside their body and go blah, 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 and rest and rustle everything up in their body. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? You're asking for it. They're not dumb. They're just lost, confused. But they're also more, at this point, not troublesome. Mm -hmm. Somewhere in between a pain and excuse me, and I want to have fun because these people want me to. I should have written that down. Get some better words. Um, or if you say, I wonder if they're insane. Or oh, I have a I have a sense of a dark deed done here. Maybe they're part of the undead. You know, a lost soul would go, Was I undead? <gasps> Am I undead? Am I one of those spooky things that are on TV? And guess what you're going to get? Spooky thing from TV if they watched any. 
or if you have the TV on, they're going to mimic, oh, am I, in that? am I one of those things? Oh, now I know who I am. What you present to the investigation is what they're going to do and what they're going to do to get to you. If you're afraid, you're walking around, wow, blah, 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 they're going to walk right behind you and give you a good push. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Patrick Swayze in the subway, that guy teaching him how to kick a can. Do you don't think they haven't right. been trying? <laughs> Absolutely. They knock things off shelves. I got a cat that does that. Spirit people can do it too if they put their mind to it. Because they want the attention. If they're lost, afraid, or confused themselves, they want someone to come in peaceful. Mm-hmm. Peaceful. And and people like me are that way. I'm I'm easy to be around because I'm peaceful. Not that I'm not an A-person when I do a project. Let me tell you, I'll work myself to death or break. I'll get it done or break. That's what I tell people. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in an investigation or I'm around spirit people, house is full sometimes. Oh, there's that lady that will talk to us. And I don't want to do it. <laughs> it takes a lot of my energy. Come on, everybody. I got three people in here. I don't want to look. Um, they can pick up signals or implications of your greatest fear. Oh, I wonder if they died in a fire. Oh, isn't that terrible if they died in a fire? <laughs> They're going to show a face of being burnt up because that's what you want to see. Now, if there had been a fire and they did die, more likely they would show you that being burnt up. How many have seen photograph, a paint, um, click photograph, early 1900s of what we call the platform little tire area and there's a little girl there and you see the shadow of a girl with flames all around her that's what she remembers last she doesn't show you all burnt up she showed you as she was in the midst of the fire was that a fire that was happening they took a picture or was that what she was showing how she did die but she didn't show up all burnt up but I've had people say, the spirit showed up. It was all burnt up. Well, hello. Did you say something? Well, there was a fire here. They're going to do exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. So think about that. Um, They will respond in an appropriate answer if they want to please you or for you to spend more time there because you know they're there. They are lonely. Mm -hmm. If they see you are afraid, then they will affect that fear and show you fear um, or income or what um, a, a human would look like under those circumstances, like a misshapen face or body or partial to entice you to ask questions. And they're just like other. I, I, I'm not saying this flippant. If you're sitting, listening to this in the car and you just roll over out of your body and you're dead. You would want conversation. Do you know what happened to me? Oops, sorry, cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we, those of us who like our flesh and miss our flesh, you're going to stick around where there are other bodies that you miss. And you want conversation because you want them to know you're still there and to be acknowledged. Uh, <clears throat> what would happen if you say quietly, I hope they don't hurt us. And you say, do you think that maybe someone else was hearing that? For an insane or lost soul seeking attention, they do what you can or to capture and keep you there. Slap you, hit you, scratch you. Okay. They'll do that because that's what you brought. What if you went in with a bunch of flowers and 
pretty um, summer dress and you had all the lights on, you go, hello, everybody. I'm here to talk to you. I want to know who you are and why you're here. I'm here to talk to you. Oh, are you kidding? Everybody in the building is dead. We'll come over because they want to. Going in investigation, I have seen half bodies, pieces, and parts, which is true. Half faces and shadow beings of all shapes and sizes. Talk a week ago or two weeks ago, even uh, the most brilliant of our scientists um, believe that parallel worlds and universe, parallel worlds and multi-dimensions too coexist with us. And the, and the mm -hmm. term, the veil is thin, I do believe that too. I'm not positive that we're not seeing the shadow person, the hat man, from in their existence. And how do we know in their world, the hat isn't actually mass so they can breathe better? What do we know? They're looking at us going, oh my gosh, there's another world there. Look at those people running around screaming, yelling at us. <laughs> I have never seen a hat man. I've seen lots and lots of shadow people. Absolutely. And animals. Mm -hmm. Do they scare me? And actually, no. There, and one day um, I saw something. So we have a long house and I'm in a, a section of the front room and I have to walk a certain way to see the hall going down. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw this dark shadow. Oh, what's Larry doing? You know, look, where's my husband? What's he doing? Well, he wasn't even in the house. <laughs> it wasn't him at all. I go, oh, okay. Well, my husband's seen the same shadow man. Mm -hmm. So is that someone that lived after the original owner? At that shadow peeked around the corner to look at him. Really? Maybe it's the wife of the guy that lives here, that lived here. Maybe she's living her existence and sees us as shadows. I have never, ever, 33 years doing this every day, heard of anybody getting hurt by a shadow man. Please, mm -hmm. if there's a story, I want to hear it. Um, do spirit people hurt you? Well, clearly they can if you give them enough of your energy. How does that work? Oh, my gosh. I'm so scared. I put my hands up. I'm running around. Oh, my gosh. Don't hurt us. Don't hurt us. What are you shooting into the room? Polar gas ice activity. I've talked about this. And she calls me up and talks about a house. I go, oh, my gosh. That woman's a polar guy. She's giving the energy and throwing things all over the house. Mm -hmm. And you found out I was right. Mm -hmm. It was her. That doesn't make it wrong doesn't make it right. It makes her a victim of her own self. That's what it makes it. And you have to talk to her and say, honey, you got to calm down. Have you heard of meditation? <laughs> have, have you, do you count to three before you shout? Do you count to three before you're entering an intersection? Everybody almost got hit. Was it yesterday or today? Yesterday. You know how you come up, you know, the first one going to intersection. I always count to three. I counted to one. Oh, would have been blasted. Same thing with fear. An argument with your spouse, count to three. Um, then same will show me torment and appear upside down. And I have seen upside down. There's a wonderful picture of a, two ladies with two children in a room. And there's this bean hanging from the ceiling with the arms hanging down. Mm -hmm. That's not a fake. Everybody has seen that. It's been on YouTube forever. <clears throat> Will they show me the torment of being hung or hurt in some way? Luckily, I have not seen anybody being, oh, I'll take it back. I did see that. Um, someone being murdered. 
and the sister, a spirit person came up to the murder. I saw the murder happening. And the woman said to me, looked at me, she says, she doesn't have to be here for this. And she reached right into her chest and pulled her out and they disappeared. Wow. So I've seen enough of that. What was curious and if anybody who am I talking about called me back because these are all stories that I will write up and I have documentation allowing me to talk about this. This elderly woman was assaulted in her home and the man carried her by her feet to the shed and started beating her up to take advantage of her. And he was going to kill her then have his way with her. And when I started talking to the family, they didn't tell me any of this. And then I started describing the woman that reached into her chest to pull the woman out. And it was her dead sister. So I do see these things. And, and, and to question how I do it, and, and am I just guessing? How about the time we were talking and the people called in, they said, who's standing next to you? And mm -hmm. a little girl in Texas, I saw the dead father. And clearly I was describing a short, squat, heavier Hispanic man. Well, mm -hmm. I can't, I cannot tell the authenticity, but my eyesight has never failed me. So I will not describe to a Nordic woman, five foot, 10 or 11, a dark, heavy father. It don't match. So this is a true thing and everybody can do this. Let's get on track. Oh. I have a story trying to add in. You talk to talk about the ancestors, especially Native American ancestors. Did a case out in Marysville. Oh. At this house. And the children, the, the, the little girl, the little boy in the house were being tormented by something at night. It would touch them and, you know, all this other stuff. Trish and I go out there. It's always me and Trish. We always get to have dingers. And uh, we're in the garage portion of the house, and she sees this guy. And it turns out mm. that th there was weird things going on at this house. And, and, and it turns out that he was, he was a child. <laughs> he was a, no. Oh, no. Don't get upset with me, Facebook. He did things to children. We'll leave it at that. Leave it at that. Those, right. Those children. Anyway, the funny thing about this was that Trish calls in the Native because there's a woman with Native, the, her background was, had some Native American. So Trish calls in the Native American relatives. And the next thing we, we saw is it was really weird. It was like 110 outside. It was, this was like August. Oh, and my. And you could hear the wind start up, but there was no wind. <gasps> but you hear this wind, moaning wind. And on the digital voice recorder, you could hear the drums. Oh, I love that. Are you kidding? I love so it. So we're looking up in the attic. And all these little bright flashes start up in the attic. And Trish goes, oh, it's the angels. It's the angels. It's the angels and the ancestors. Well, then Trish goes on to describe what happened. The Native American ancestors grabbed this guy and tied, up and, and tied him to two horses. Uh oh. Okay. So the way mm. they cut even with him was that they drug him across the ground like that and they split him in two. Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen I actually know that it's kind of cool that and I'm not saying it's off topic I'm just saying it's kind of cool when you think about ancestors being able to have that kind of power to do that kind of thing but I always it's, envision this guy because of what he did that no. I always hoped so you give him power by doing that no I always thought no no, no I always envision this guy where as they're dragging him there's this big cactus oh 
know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel yeah. this, you know. So yeah, so it was really a cool case, really cool. And but the the, the weirdest part was the wind blowing because there was no wind that day, and you could hear like, the wind. I like. I like yeah, that you could hear the drums. That's just yeah. amazing. I want to back that's up. That's what I mean. I mean, it depends. It depends how you look at and, like you say, to give them power, you know. And by him doing what he was doing, he was he had a lot of power because the family was afraid of him. And the more fear they had, the the, the, the more he more did power stuff. he had. Power Absolutely. He had to stuff. Yeah, to it, it's just amazing. So back right. up the. Okay, okay. going into investigation, I've given the energy of. So when you do an investigation, we've talked to a lot of different kinds of ways of seeing spirit from the upside down to pieces and parts and mm -hmm. faces that have been beat up and it's just on and on going into an investigation i want you to think about giving the energy of curiosity and if you find the essence of a spirit noise patter patter mm -hmm. across the floor you give them sympathy oh i'm so sorry how can i help you compassion everything you can bring up get them to stick around talk to you EVPs, absolutely. Lights on the floor, absolutely. Alphabet, I saw a TV show with the little girls saying ABCD. That's a good way of doing it, too. Um, in some ways, getting them to talk like that gets them out of the stuck place and stops the cycle of repeat, repeat, repeat. Because like I said, you can leave a spirit alone, and after so much time, they get tired of the loop they're created for themselves. Like in the movie, The Ghost, um, The Haunting of the Young, um, um, what was his name? Casey Affleck? Yeah. Casey. Yeah. The character he plays of being there so long that he just realized it doesn't do any good to stay there anymore. So he just is gone. Asking mm -hmm. questions and appearing sincere and wanting to help them. Now, you do an investigation to be frightened. Do an investigation to seek out who's there. Uh, do an investigation to see if you can help a lost soul pass over. You decide. But as you decide, it's also the responses you will get from these spirits. You can get the name. You can tell. I, I've done investigations where they don't know what year it is. They, If I ask what was the president, that doesn't work either. They mm -hmm. get lost and they forget. So I mm -hmm. tell them to look at the clothing. What do you have on? recognition started what what are you wearing today and mm -hmm. sometimes the, what they wear tells you like in california you only got a couple hundred years but there are parts of the united states you go back three four five hundred years mm -hmm. um explorers it before the continent was even started um i've had two cases of lost souls one was a man in a canoe and one was two teenage boys uh, african boys in a hollowed out trunk of a tree getting alligators and the youngest 14 year old 13 14 year old that gangly look uh he put a rope around an alligator and he uh was pulled in and the older brother who looked like a man but he felt like a teenager jumped in after him and the older brother is in the hollowed out trunk of a tree going around in circles looking for his brother so i got talking to him and actually passed him over to his mother the boy was waiting but the mother greeted him as sympathy you, mm -hmm. you did your best. You, you know, it was sympathy that he was getting from mom. And he realized he couldn't pass over to mom because he he let her down by losing the brother. And sure. that's that will be written up with a lot more detail. But I did have two um, water deaths like that. And the other one was um, of a long time ago. The boys looked like Louisiana. One was settled 1700s by the French. 
Um, and they also brought the Africans over. So these two kids were out there making money. <clears throat> uh, so compassion, uh, asking questions and appearances, seer, wanting to help them. And I will say I'm sympathetic to the fear and ask if I can help. A lot of times they will show that fear. I don't want to go over because I let my brother die. I can't go over because I was supposed to be part of an encampment. I tried to get away. I was supposed to do something important. And I let them down. This um, military guy looked like somebody with a white coat, buttons, and evidently he was going to give a message or do something important, and he died. So he was afraid to pass over because he didn't finish his mission. And it's that simple. It's that simple. Um, somebody like the little boy on the fence, why did he die? Well, we don't have an answer. But by talking to him, say, why aren't you, why are you still here? Why do you want to make this noise and be acknowledged? That could be a fear that is so minor. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to go home because I didn't, I disobeyed my mom and went over to my friend's house, but on the way I got killed. Someone grabbed me. Mm -hmm. I let my mom down. It could be that easy. Um, or as, to the other extent, like the guy at the Wilden Opera House. Oh, he killed somebody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was the guy that set the fire. fire. Yeah, the guy mm -hmm. that set the fires in Woodland, and then they, 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 as a reaction, they locked all the doors of all the buildings to let the fires die out in the buildings. Yeah, and the fireman got trapped, and now he doesn't want to cross over because he's afraid of what he's going to face. Yes, but the fireman's yes. still there because he's toed at the guy. You know, he's chasing around. <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> Amazing story. Ask questions and see if you can get answers. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of um. Uh, a few of I mentioned didn't know the year. The boys uh, didn't know the year um, in the canoes. Um, <laughs> I was in uh, driving to San Francisco to visit my sister, my mother uh, in San Francisco. My sister's husband was there. And so a gentleman drove me and we were in the car and the gentleman was driving. And all of a sudden I, I was bonkers because in the car floating above my head was the man in the canoe, the military man. I went, are you kidding me? And I can't remember what I did, but I was, I was surprised. I wasn't shocked because they can show up at any time. Mm -hmm. If you're in this business and you're getting what I call the flare, oh, I can't believe I do this. Oh, I can't believe I do that. I want to do this. You have a flare about you. And these were uh, very early 90s. I started in this in 90, May 4th, 1990. And so when you first discover you are this, I was always like this, but every time I tried something could do it, I was always like, whoa. And so I did lots and lots of rescues from someone watching their barn burn down against, he landed against a tree, watch mm -hmm. his barn burn down. He was like, oh, I let those animals down. They're all dying because I couldn't get to it. And they died to, um, oh my gosh, my head, I wrote these all down. So anyway, ask questions, remind them of being alive and that they're no longer alive, but they remember that to make them remember their humanity their lost soul they're scared they don't want to go over for all those reasons but you can enjoy those things spirit or just come back um and like i said sometimes you remind them of things in their era so you're not going to talk to someone in the 1700s remember when you sat in front of the tv eating popcorn it won't work so you have to be nondescript did you ever have a pet a cat or a dog do you ever had a piece of cake or bread? Did you have a favorite toy? Make them remember a little girl. Did you have wear ribbons in your hair? Make it nondescript of their age, possibly their age, child to a young adult. Um, I did an investigation where the woman um, found her baby dead. 
and she just moaning all through the house. Was that yours also? And yeah. um, we were trying to figure out how to get her out of there because the baby dead. She evidently had something to do with it, but it wasn't her fault. Oh. It neglected. I can't remember, Char, but I remember that lady and it was pretty um, kind of hurt me a little because I felt so bad. But there was that compassion. You're OK. The baby's gone on, you know, just so try to remember things. Remind them of the humanness and that they don't have to be there. Um, I think I covered all my notes. Um, the other thing, real quick, the other thing is trigger items. Same, yeah, trigger items. The Remember, I mentioned it earlier. Used to like a ball, wooden toys, so it was perfect. You know, like for the eighteen hundreds. So I, I, I still have a lot of his wooden toys that I carry in a box to take out to these investigations or put um, hard candy down. Oh, like, hard like, candy. Yeah, hard mm -hmm. candy, like, like 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 peppermint sticks, things like that to get uh -huh. attention. Or go to Goodwill, pick, pick up a couple old perfume bottles. Oh, I hadn't thought of perfume. Well, and that works. That works to trigger. You know, so sometimes, yeah, depends on pioneer women didn't have. Yeah, so it's just trigger items help with that stuff too. Dang, this was a great hour and a half. Look at that. Yeah, um, food is always really interesting. I'm absolutely amazed how many people. Um, show up at restaurants or tell me they like restaurants or mm -hmm. they miss eating. I go, oh my gosh. If someone is, a, if my kids or someone in the family goes to a spirit person like myself and they say, oh, mom showed up, she's cooking in the kitchen, they will know it's not me. Absolutely not. <laughs> but I do like garlic bread. And I would probably say, oh, I remember garlic bread if they bring it up. Yeah. So I hope now I want to say, this is from my perspective, please. I have no, I have no intention of discrediting other people who do this, who do have strong belief in demons and all that. This is how I do it. And I only can speak of my supposed reputation. I've helped Char with so many and other people. Rockland Cemetery did a mm -hmm. tour with uh, Kathy, I think it is. And the spirit man jumped out of his jumped at me from walking to his grave. He evidently set this up. Tell her I did not commit suicide. The road was wet. I slid off the road and it killed him. Well, he died in the middle of June. Guess what? They went home and found out it had been raining the day he died. So oh. sometimes spirit people set it up to get acknowledged and not have people think of them as suicidal or commit right. something or did something because it was an accident. A lot of times they set it up for you to show up because they want closure. Even spirit wow. people want closure. So remember, this is how I've done it for all this time. Okay. And um, someone said, well, maybe you, and I think Shari even said this to me, maybe you don't see demons because you won't see them. I, I don't know. I've seen some pretty crazy things. Do I get uh, redirected to not see them? I can't answer that. I can only tell you what I do. So mm -hmm. if, if that's your life, so be it. This is what I do. Okay, Char? Is that it? Okay. okay. That was now, a fun hour and a half. Yes, it was. And what you just said is a lead into Monday. See how, see how that worked? So Monday, <laughs> I have a gentleman uh, coming on named Danny um, Fregolti. I hope I got his name right. And he is a minister who does exorcisms. Oh, there you are. And he, over the years, has recorded the voices of what he claims are demons. Now, got it. I'm trying to be really fair with this. Absolutely. 
insanity can dandy except for the fact that one of the voices that this gentleman recorded is a voice that i recorded 15 years ago during an during an investigation prelim somewhere else yeah somewhere else here in sacramento so there's an interesting twist to all this and i haven't heard that voice in over 15 years and i heard it when this remember they they know you heard it they have no time and distance in spirit land Mm -hmm. they knew that this guy was going to do recording said oh let's do this Shar heard me before i'm going to show up here Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. do not have the storyline of how this works. Yeah. Because they're they're a lot smarter than we give them credit yeah. for. And they have access to all time. Can you imagine? I was telling my husband the other a couple weeks back. Oh, Shar, when we both get over there, let's play with some people. Let's do <laughs> let's be the ones they investigate. Why not? Why how not? fun is that? First time I ever thought of it. I have a girlfriend. Name is Karen, Portland, Oregon. She and I have agreed to haunt some people. Not haunt, be mistress, mischievous, yeah. because it would be fun. And But we will tell people, and I am not someone to hurt anybody, but I do believe that fair-minded people do believe in things I don't encounter, and I got to give them credit for that, because who am I? I'm just mm-hmm. one person, and I look at life this way. So this should be a good show, and and that's his belief structure. So why would I take it from them? All right, young lady, let's do this, huh? Okay. And then Sunday, of course, I will be here at six thirty p.m. Pacific to read from uh, Rain No Evil, and I will also be live on TikTok. So that'll be interesting to see if I'm able to dance around the the uh, critiquers that shut me down last time. But uh, we'll find out, right? So that'll be Sunday, the usual time, and Danny will be on. Um, at 6 30 p.m pacific i believe i believe yeah i believe he's on the normal time so that'll that, that whole thing with with danny figulty will be on on monday all righty mm-hmm. it's always fun nancy it's always a blast yep yep <laughs> and now next week everybody is going to be on spirit attachments yeah. or attachments that you may have yeah. we'll yeah. talk briefly we'll talk for an hour or so <laughs> absolutely all right guys i'm going to give you nancy's information and and let's say, oh yeah, let's do this. I'm teaching that class tomorrow. So if you guys are interested in, in that basic prote- in, in that protection class, part one, I'm reteaching it tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific. Check out the California Haunts Meetup. $15 for the class. Cheap for, for that kind of class, for the kind of information you're going to get. So uh, come on over and join us tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific. It will be on StreamYard. Uh, we'll get you, uh, once you pay for the class you know, from the meetup, it, you'll, 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 you'll get the link to where, where to go and stream art stream art you don't have to download anything all you have to do is click on the link and boom you're in the studio it's that easy so it's not like it's going to be a big thing of downloading something so that'll be tomorrow and also uh, again as I, as I said um close to that hard drive i had uh, i believe three uh, blue screens of death today on this computer not very comforting so uh if you guys could help me out with that that'd be great you know um yeah give us a thumb so up everybody yeah, you can do that at, at uh, paypal.com forward slash California Haunts or at Venmo. I mean, that'd be great. I'm not I'm not telling you guys to do it. I'm just asking you to help me out a little bit because this computer is not going to last long. It's just, it's, it's just barely breathing, you know, so. 
I can hear okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it just has so many issues. It surges and does things. And, oh, it's, it's just, it's frightening. It's frightening. Um, and I've been through this before, so I know when it's dying. But anyway, I want to thank you all for coming tonight. And again, if you like what you saw tonight, share it with five people. If you hated what you saw, share it with five of your enemies. We're just trying to get the word out. We don't care who. Okay. And uh, if you're watching from Facebook and you liked it, please be sure to follow us if you haven't done so already. And give us a thumbs up and the hearts and the loves and all that. And if you're watching from YouTube, same thing. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. <laughs> Check out all our videos over there. Including all of Nancy's videos. They're all over there. Okay. And uh, again, you know, thumbs up, hearts, and all that good stuff. And please subscribe. All right. And if you're over on TikTok or you happen to have a TikTok account, I am over there. I'm doing content uh, pretty free frequently. So you can check me out or check out uh, California Haunts TikTok over there. It's under California Haunts. Uh -huh. uh, if you're on Twitch, I believe it's Cal Haunts. If you're on the bird Twitter, it's uh, Cal. I believe it's Cal Haunts over, over Twitter as well. How do you keep these things straight sometimes? All right, I will see you guys on Sunday, and let me give you Nancy's information, and uh, we're going to let you go. Here we go. That's nancymats.com. Everything's lowercase. And then the other one is nancymatsauthor.com. The N, the M, and the A are capitalized. And then you've got youtube.com forward slash nancymats. Oh, didn't get it all. Okay, books. Help, get me out of this funk, Nancy Mats. Two worlds, developing your psychic skills. And the unwilling sacrifice. And you can also you can get those at Amazon or check out Nancy's website. All right, that's going to do it. And uh, I survived another show with this laptop, so it's another one in the books. See you guys later. Have a great one, and um, enjoy your couple days. <laughs>